I was uh, want to go back to the, the Popeye real quick because okay. I was thinking about like uh, the right after that cartoon, there was another cartoon where Popeye and Bluto had like Nickelodeon machines. Okay, you know, you put your hand, your eyes in there and you turn and twist the, the the paper so you could see a cartoon, you could see something. Oh, okay. So they were vying for him to watch their movie. And that they like this poor wimpy was like being dragged back and forth. No, oh, see my movie. No, see my movie. See, you know. Then finally, Popeye and Bluto got into a big fight in the middle, and Wimpy ended up putting a sign out the front and says ten cents, big fight," and he made a killing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, are you kidding me? I never seen Wimpy make money. Well, he probably has got. A, he, he's probably got. A, we just talked about. It. He never pays for burgers. He's, <laughs> he's probably stacked for cash. He is. Man. What a simpler time it was back then, or was uh, it? I don't know. My dad always used to say, you know, back when I was a kid, gas was a buck. You can go to the movies for fifty cents, and you could buy a pack of cigarettes for seventy-five. And I was like, yeah. goodness gracious! And that was not long ago. That wasn't that long ago. <laughs> Well, it's not like I was like back in the fifties or sixties, well, like my parents. I mean, the problem really it came down to, and it's it's my generation, man. My generation, yeah. they guys are fucked up, dude. I know we are, dude. Like, but they're we, also good too. There's also good. There's parts good things sides. and there's bad things, but I mean, we just we inflated technology so much, and you know, people make money off of we, it. We 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 rely on technology so we much. We rely on technology too much. We created it. We rely on it too right. much. People tried to use it as a source. To make money, right? And as also, if they're not making money, they don't want to go to work. Then they just want to complain about it online, hmm. or what you're not, or how professional stuff. trollers. Yeah, there's pro- it's everybody's professionally trolling. No one go- actually goes out and grabs a picket sign and stands in the streets and well, voices their opinions. It doesn't matter if but it's too hot out there. I, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I mean, look, protests are fine. They, they draw attention, I guess. But Rallies, protests. I mean, what could solve that of that? Really, honestly, it's the people who are making the decisions that are the ones that have to change. They're the ones that have to see what's going on. and Because they'll just look at that and the people in the streets goes, oh, you know, peasants in a sense. They, I think they almost have that mentality of, you know, they, they don't know what they're talking about. They're just, you know, you can't please them all. That's their mentality. Because you can't. You can't, but I know. But if enough of us all came out, millions, and we well, came out like we should and actually take back our country and well, take back the, you know, the harsh a lot of laws elements, that are like, out there, there's just, you know. There's a lot of elements out there that need to be changed. I, I think uh, the power grids that we live in, I'm talking about the actual electricity that we get, is is messed up. I mean, we're Arizona. We should be a On fully solar. Always, we should. Everything should be solar in this as much as it could possibly There's be. No reason not to. Exactly. And now it's funny because now it's kind of in. People are getting the solar panels in their house. SRP is our local. Is SRP and, and uh, what's the other one? AP, uh, ASP, or. Something like that. There's two power companies that they're all about. Well, yeah, we'll get you discounts if you buy solar. Right. I'm like, fuck you. No, I don't work like that. I want off the fucking grid. I don't want you any. I don't need you anymore. And they know that. Right. They know that we don't need them. Exactly. But you're going to cut the head off the snake. They're not going to like that. And that's why they're going to have to, no matter what, you have any kind of solar, well, it's not going to really reduce your thing as much. It will a little bit. I mean, and you also have to figure they're big business. They probably make large contributions to behind the scenes to individuals who run the state and run run our local town and government. Right. It's all nepotism. I mean, once you know who's, you know, everyone's in and in. But to get to that level, you have to be at that level. So... How you if you can get there and then change their minds at that point because otherwise they're not going to listen to anybody they're not going to pay attention to what people are saying in the streets to them it's just fodder it's just like yeah hey, whatever you're you're going to upset somebody always but they're not really seeing the reality of what's going on and what's happening and that's you know you see this in, in Florida with the floods you know I think I talk about the sea rising how low the level of land it is out there and and politicians just don't buy into the the global warming it's like 
why can't you just open right, your NASA's mind up a little bit? Right, NASA's putting out like studies showing you what the world's going to look like in twenty, you know, three hundred yeah, or twenty one hundred. We're safe here. <laughs> oh, twenty like another hundred years. Like in hundred ye- hundreds of years, they're showing you how you know global warming will affect. Like I just saw a recent video that showed like you know within three hundred years. Right. Well, the thing is, is like. You know, global warming, obviously, is supposedly man-made. People might think, well, it's just the way nature is. We're not causing this to happen. We're causing but this. But we have to be. I don't know how we're not. And I can't see why you don't think emissions from cars and factories and, and dumping crap in the oceans and, and the nuclear waste, how that isn't just fucking our shit up. How do you not see that? Right. That's the problem. And then, But there's millions of people that, that believe these people or at least support them. And that's what I'm saying because they believe they got their head in the clouds. Right. They're reading the technology and they brought, buy into it. They just forget it. They rather just, than going out and being in the real world right. and aligning with other people who have the same mentality and or who know what to do to make a difference. Right. I don't know. Anyway, let's uh, let's let's move on for a second. <laughs> you want to move on? We're talking about the you know we go on global with gas man here, and we do the you know, stories from around the globe. Uh, sometimes they're a little fun, sometimes they're not. And I think this is kind of a serious story here with one of our soldiers who got. Uh, is this one we're going to? Yeah, I mean Bo Bergdahl, who was. Um, it was a trade. It was a swap. He's incarcerated. It was like for a like baseball last five years. Yeah, it was a baseball card swap. <laughs> well, I mean. If you want to look at it like that, it's not comical or like entertainment purpose in a sense. But yeah, it was a prisoner of war. He was pretty much the only prisoner of war over there for us still uh, in Afghanistan. Right. And being detained for the last five years, he, you know, was swapped out because the American government decided that now we have to go get him. Let's, I mean, it's okay. We'll leave him there for that long. Right. That's another story. Um, But now we have to go get him because now his way of life is deteriorating and he's about to die. And, of course, they don't want blood on their hands when they could have done something. So they trade him. Uh, Five, uh, you know, former al-Qaeda members, uh, you know, political members, if you will, for him. From uh, from Guantanamo Bay. From Guantanamo Bay that we were detaining. Now, from what I understand, the trade goes like this. Like five of them for one of ours. Right. Which is uh, pretty high value. Correct. And then you're going to take these five guys out. And I understand they're going to Qatar. And they have to be under kind of lock and arrest under there for a year. They're going to be under watch or They're something They're going to be like monitored that? and barred from leaving the small emirate for one year. Right. So what does that mean? Does that mean they can't make a phone call to somebody? Does that mean they can't do something like that? Right. And, you know, for one year, whatever, I'm, I'm assuming we'll be monitoring them where they're going to be and following them. I would hope I'm so. Sure there's a spy satellite on them. I would so, hope so. I mean, because I mean, based upon their religion and their mindset, they didn't die, so they didn't get to go to heaven yet, right? Or, you know, they haven't done their prophecy right. or fulfill whatever they're supposed to do. Exactly, exactly. So, so they're still, I'm sure, dying to do that, <laughs> right? They're dying pun to intent, do that. Pun intended. There, but uh, I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of perplexed on it. I think. It, they said, they, I mean, yeah. they said there was a threat to his life, and you know, they had chosen simply. They didn't want uh, to let a soldier die because they didn't know how, of course, the American public react. However, you know, they've already reacted. And I think I've seen a lot of reactions in the negative sense where people were like, you know. Let him die? Not just let him die, but, you know, he probably gave up information and he probably was a traitor to his country. Right, right. And and that just bothers me because, you know, you have to put yourself in a situation you're – you know, thousands and thousands of miles away from your home. You're not in your country, so you're you have no say on what can happen to you in your situation. Right. You're constantly being tortured and beaten, probably beating the crap out of you know up and down all around. I think in any situation, you probably would give up the information. And so they go in. So I'm sure they get them after. Obviously, so five years later, you know, it's like maybe it's a little bit too late. You know what I'm saying? Maybe it's a little bit too late. And you know, you think about the VA hospital scandals that's been going on, especially here in Phoenix, is ground zero for it. I mean, how many soldiers you know died 
waiting care for that. And here's one guy in POW already. And it's like, and he's obviously priority one. I don't know, man. I just think priorities are fucked up. I think they need to be reorganized. Yeah, it's all fucked up, man. 